0: Hey folks and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris What up? It's Tud, and I'm
1: Obert, and uh I gotta ask Chris, uh, was the pre-hangover worth it? <laughs> uh
0: I mean honestly if i'm being if I'm being transparent it was it, it wasn't uh, <laughs> I mean, I was uh, all day on the 18th um I was just in bed just just in bed all day. Uh, ready for the nineteenth, and then nineteenth came, and yeah, I drank, I drank a ton. But then you know what sucks on the twentieth? I was hungover again. Oh,
1: <laughs> so. y- y- does it replace the the post hangover? You still have no the regular hangover and the pre hangover.
2: Exactly. Yes. That just means you have to start drinking all over again.
0: Oh, or is or yeah? Is Tud right? Is it just the pre hangover? It's a premonition. For the next Drinking
1: day. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, no, but it was, it was fun. I mean, we didn't do much, you know, there's this whole NFL CBA thing that's been going on for a few weeks, um, that, uh, kind of slowed everything down a little bit, Yeah. but, uh, it was, it was fun. It was fun. Uh, yeah. Hung out with the kids and streamed and did all that fun stuff. So it was, it was a good, it was a good way to get a
2: million years older. So,
1: so Ted, what did you do on Chris's birthday?
2: (laughs) Yeah. How did you, how did you spend my birthday? I I wished, I wished Chris a happy birthday. And then I ate some bad food and then
1: I felt sick for the next two days. Oh, that's that's no good. That's also bad. Yeah. <laughs> I think I had the, the best of, of Chris's birthday out of the three of us. <laughs> well maybe. I don't even remember what I did, to be honest. But I'm sure it was pretty good. So Oh
0: you don't you don't remember?
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I finished off that case of Guinness I had left over uh, from the hangover from last episode. So mm. Yeah. It was pretty good. But, man, all this talk about birthdays is making Chris thirsty. I know that. <laughs> that is always true. Always Just true, yes. Rubbing rub it in deep, huh? Uh-huh.
0: Listen, it's it's tough. It's tough being so thirsty all the yeah. time.
1: Sadly, this week we had to put up one of those, like, slippery when wet signs and put a piece of, of paper over the front of it, tape saying out of order, and put that directly on Tud's soundboard. So <laughs> no fun side effects this week unless I add them in post. Uh, what are the- that might be fun for you guys. You have no idea what I'm gonna put in there. Oh yeah, uh, I know. Right? That is true. You, know? Is a Do you need me to link lords. you to all That's- the sounds. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know if I'll use them, but who knows? Who knows? Meanwhile, um, back here in the present tense, uh, Chris is thirsty because <laughs> we've been talking about, <laughs> about beer for some reason.
0: <laughs> yeah, just talking about my birthday gets me thirsty all over again. So I guess this is the
2: perfect transition for me to go now. I don't know what's going on with my with life at
1: the moment. Well, it was that bad meal you had on Chris's birthday. That's true. That I blame really, Chris. It was so bad that it had you question your existence. I think that's quite the existential meal. I, I blame
2: Chris for this yeah.
1: completely. Like, it's 100%
2: Chris's fault.
0: It's not my fault you ate,
2: I don't know, soup? Good. <laughs> I assume it was soup. Good, uh, good comeback. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I think we've all had soup nights where we have drank too much of a certain thing and we're like I can no longer drink that again. Have you ever had a meal that has given you um you know food poisoning and then you not be able to eat that meal again? Um I don't think so.
0: I I had a I had a thing that happened once with Domino's when I was down in Florida where I was like on the ground dying.
1: Florida Famously home of amazing pizza, <laughs>
0: <laughs> which is why I was eating Domino's. Um, and actually, no, or no, that was where was that? Maybe that was in that might have still been in Connecticut, actually. I don't remember. It was Domino's. All right, though. so either way, Man, this, I this story
2: wh- doesn't get any better. You either ordered Domino's from the shitty pizza state of Florida, or you ordered Domino's when you lived in Connecticut and have access to great pizza. So well, it was like it was like late
0: at night you, you never order Domino's when like normally there's other open.
1: options right yeah. yeah
0: you always order dominoes when it's the only thing available and you want to eat something at 3 a.m. That's the only reason you eat dominoes <laughs> um, but uh, I do remember uh, being very very sick and i I avoided domino'es for a very long time uh, the the, the a truce has been settled between me and the Domino's <laughs> cor- Corporation. <laughs> really, it was.
1: You were hungry again at 3 a.m. and uh,
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And when you look at 3 a.m. and the only thing that delivers to you is Domino's, you're like, "You all right? I you guess. settle that I truce. Guess. Settle that yeah. truce pretty quickly. Yeah, truce. Okay. Um, but that was like one of the only things I think that uh, has uh, really got to me one time. What about you, Obert? You have it. You have a story like that?
1: Yeah, I do. Uh, the the worst food poisoning I ever had was shortly after I made a uh, homemade Crunchwrap Supreme. And uh, it took me a little bit to get back into the Crunchwrap game. Did it cook the Supreme enough? You know, I well, the world will never know what what was, was wrong. It was either but, the Crunch, uh, the
2: Wrap, or the Supreme,
1: but one of them was not cooked right? It was one of the three.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. One of those three did not did not like the inside of my body and needed to get out. And uh, and uh, it took me a little bit to get back in the Crunchwrap game. I still, uh, you know, I'll eat tacos from home. I'll eat Crunchwrap, the Taco Bell professionally will prepare, <laughs> but uh, I haven't tried to make my own again after that. Experience. I don't think I've ever had mm. one of those. It's good. You and Chris should both have a Crunchwrap on the pod.
2: I mean, I've had I've had Taco Bells, so let's not go that far. But I don't
1: think we've ever had. Oh, okay. I get like the same order from
2: taco bell all the time because cheesy gordita crunches are amazing they are they are really good and i don't see why i would order anything else other than that but i guess i could get that and a crunch wrap supreme
1: yeah crunch wrap supreme is pretty good for like eating while driving because it's 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 nicely wrapped you can you can do that versus like a regular taco in the car it's not gonna it's not gonna work if you're like on a road trip you just pull over for some drive through crunch wrap supreme you'll have a much better time end up with way less taco on your pants
2: time out if you're on a road trip and you're pulling over to eat food, the last thing I will recommend in the world that you buy is Taco Bell because in about oh, man. 40 <laughs> minutes, you're going to have to stop again. No. And they
1: get more Taco Bell. Yeah. It's like Chinese food. No, I'm actually on a, uh, a bit of a personal mission. I want to eat at every Taco Bell in the state of Montana. Um, <laughs> Are there three? And so, if, no, there's like 10 okay. and I I have like half of them checked off the list. So the problem is they built a couple of new ones since I started this quest. Um, but, you know, so sometimes when I'm driving through Helena and I'm like, I know they got one. I got to get off the highway. I got to go to their Taco Bell so I can check off the Helena Taco Bell off my list. You know,
0: so, I mean, I would I would. Vow to do that with, like, I don't know, Domino's. <laughs> but <laughs> there's so many. Oh, wow. <laughs>
2: You've be eating pizza for days. I'm glad you brought... Get, get a cheesy bread from every Domino's. Ooh. I'm glad you brought this back up, because I don't think we've discussed this before. What is your guys' favorite, like, fast food pizza joint? Now, I'm, like, namely, like, Pizza Hut, Domino's, Papa John's, or any other chain... Right.
0: I mean, honestly, like, Marco's... I mean they're not national, I don't think, but they're big down here. I don't think they're up north. They're not bad. Just I don't know. I I'd mess a drunk me messes around with a Pizone though. Like I screw around with Pizones.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that a is that a pizza hut? Is that a Pizone? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. It's
0: like it's a it's a it's a pepperoni calzone that is only a pizza hut that I only drink when I'm drunk. You only drink <laughs> In when you're Nashville. drunk.
1: Yep. Yeah, no, we um the pizza hut around here closed. And uh, now my dentist office is in that Pizza Hut building. Interesting. They remodeled it so it doesn't look like a Pizza Hut, um, but I was very tempted to go in there for my first appointment after they moved and like try and order a pizza, <laughs> <laughs> or like call up the rece- call them up to like you know confirm my appointment and be like, yeah, I'll take a large a large pepperoni. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess the only one I have around here is Domino's, which uh, I've only ordered from once. And they gave me the wrong pizza. So, yeah, that's, that that's how that went. No. I, th- I think
2: yeah. I would go with, with as far as uh, chain, Papa Geno's, but as far as, like, national chain, I think it would have to go, like, I think I'd probably have to go Domino's. I think Domino's is better than the other two. Mm.
1: Yeah, we have a Little Caesars, which I don't think is even in the running. I don't know. I, that's,
2: I think it's better than Papa John's. I think Papa John's is terrible. Papa John's is pretty bad. I, I will attest to that. Yeah, I don't and think that know, was in I'm, the running either. Yeah, no. <laughs> it was really a two horse race though you can even yeah.
0: even though there's like shack shack's part of papa johns now but um, shack no i mean yeah like Sheila. shaq, oh. shaq O'Neill. i was
2: like i was like what type of restaurant <laughs> is
0: <Shaq>? basketball guy <laughs> yeah the, the, you know the big basketball Pop, man
1: papa johns bought all the locations to radio shack and they changed their name to papa shack <laughs> shaq. <laughs> <laughs> radio johns uh <laughs> But uh, yeah, no,
0: I th- I think Domino's takes it. I don't think there's yeah. And you know, as as a as a CT native, I am not a big Papagino's guy. It's not I'm, I'm gonna go out of and so say I'm not a fan. It's so wrong. I don't know mm-hmm. how you don't not like Papagino's. That
1: that yeah, because
0: I, I like good pizza. And Papagino's
2: <laughs> is that? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not bad. It's not. I haven't had it in years. Over, in, will mean, you settle this atrocity that he is committing here?
1: I I like Papagino's. I never went there when they had like the unlimited all you can eat deal that they would do. Um, like when that may have been
2: the last time
0: I was there, I think we went like senior year of high school and <laughs> that might've been the last time I, I had. So you're talking 15 years ago. Um, Are they
2: even still around or open? So, kind of. I mean, I think they're slowly going out of business, but, like, there is still one in, like, Willimantic, I think. Like, I used to work right across the hallway from Papaginos. So, I had Papaginos, like, every day. That's also (laughs) when I gained, you like, like 150 pounds during college. It's because I was eating two slices of of Papaginos and... A half a thing of breadsticks every shift, and it was that's glorious. Right, I
1: forgot you worked. At the, it was the shoe store, Footlocker. Yeah. And I'm not and gonna, I'm not there. gonna drop
2: the name of the company, but yes, I did work at a shoe store, a sporting store. I know store, what if you it will. is. <laughs> it's yeah, the, it's,
1: it's named after a Greek god. Yeah, that Nike store. Anyway, yeah.
0: <laughs> Zeus's Zapatos. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I'm thirsty.
1: Yeah, all this talk of pizza has made me thirsty. <laughs> has made us thirsty. Should we Uh, sing it
2: together? It's beer, thirty, and I'm thirsty. We're working like a dog all week long, so maybe something cold won't hurt me. Yeah, baby. Beer, (laughs) thirty.
0: It's time to party. Yeah, baby. All right. So today I have something from um, Blue Jacket Brewing, uh, which is out of Washington D.C., and it is called Fully Mad Fat. And it's got a picture of an orange cat on it. And I saw it because, pay homage to our, our friends at Fat Orange Cat Brewing Company.
2: Yeah. Interesting. Did they brew it with Fat Orange Cat, I wonder? No?
0: No. They brewed it with Interboro Artisan Ales, I believe it was called. Um, Spirits and Ales, sorry. In in conjunction with Interboro Spirits and Ales. It is an IPA. Did my little shaky to get the dregs. It's got a little kitty on it. Little kitty. It looks like and my it's cat. Called Sort of. Your cat it's it's happy, <laughs> even though it says fully happy. mad fat. Uh, it's a double IPA with uh, Galaxy Mosaic and Centennial, eight percent, and mm. that's it. Um, don't know when it was canned, but I got this from that uh, local place that I've been talking about the last few weeks. Kind of running through the cans that I got from them. <laughs> so, uh, but I was like, you know what? I kind of want an IPA. I have some sours and some stouts in the fridge, but. I want an IPA today, uh, so here it is. It is uh, got an okay little head on it, not not too bad. Uh, very hazy boy. If you can.
1: yeah, okay. it looks taste good amount of haze in there for sure.
0: Decent amount of haze. I get a I get a slint a, a slint a slint a slight hint or a slint <laughs> as hey, it's known. Yeah, way. that's
1: what we're calling those now. <laughs> you
0: did it. Like goodbye combined a slint.
1: Yeah,
2: I'm it's I'm a,
0: really I'm all, about, I'm all about here. trying to cut back on time. Stuff like that, so economies slint. of scale. Just, just yeah. shutting words down. Yep, we got a slint
1: or a C- C-bot, as Chris calls <laughs> it. Um,
0: but I get a slint of uh, citrus on the smell. Um, I'm maybe like an orange or something along those lines. So uh, let's see what the what the mouth tastes or, or maced. Let's see what the mace taste is like. <laughs> <So> <laughs>
1: you just made the word taste longer. <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs>
0: the base taste the base taste Huh. oh this is really good um not gonna lie i was i was when i smelt it from the can i thought it was gonna be a little bit too malty and there's some malt to it on the back end but it's not too bad honestly like it's 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 good it's it's got some sweetness some sweetness and some bitterness um uh, the bitterness is w- up front, but not too bitter. Nothing too crazy, and then it turns into like a decent amount of juice. You get a lot. You get hit pretty hard with some of that citrus, uh, and then it finishes off with a slight malt, but nothing too bad. Um, it is a little bit sweet in the middle, uh, but not like like it's like orange sweet. It's not like fake sweet or anything like that. Um, but dang, okay, all right. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. So the the slint was good. The 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 slint was good. Yeah. Or slint. Um. <laughs> um. I don't know. Really easy drinker. It's 8% alcohol. Doesn't taste it. Um, it's got a nice little nice mouthfeel to it. It's, um, like I said, they got that orange, like orange citrusy taste to it. So that's, that's always good. I'm trying to, what was it? Uh, the galaxy hops, how it, how it, how it like hits your tongue. I think that might be the bitterness or something right up front. Like, you know how it feels like uh, a million stars in your mouth. What do we, uh, we said something about that. I don't know. A million episodes ago, but, um, uh, I think about
2: green, to be honest, but is it is that what it tastes like?
0: I mean, maybe a little bit like a mellowed out green, not quite, not quite as green, but I so do not, get not
2: as not as skunky of a weed.
0: Mm. Oh snap! What's a weed like a dandelion?
2: Well, that's that's why green got its name is because it smelled like marijuana, like
0: dandelions. The, weed.
2: The entire reason behind the name.
0: I don't see, I don't get a lot of skunkiness out of green, but I haven't had one in a while. So maybe I, I don't know. I also don't know what dandelion smells like. So, um, but, (laughs) uh, but anywho, uh, off of that subject, uh, but this is a solid beer, uh, for something that I just randomly picked up. I'm like super stoked by it. I've never heard of blue jacket, uh, especially being out of DC. So it's kind of like a cool, um, cool little thing and i've never heard of inner bur inner borough spirits and nails it makes me sound it sounds like it's a it's like a shop or something more so than like a brewery
1: right um, yeah
0: and unfortunately it doesn't give like a it doesn't give like a a story of the beer on the can but i will say solid solid so if you're ever in the area or if you ever see these guys pick it up um maybe it's just me but as someone who's drank many i,
2: I mean i would say a few ipas like <laughs> This is a solid double. So, uh. so So using the old Google machine, Interborough Spirits and Ales is a Brooklyn-based brewery and distillery.
1: Oh, that's cool. Oh, I thought it just had ghosts. That was what I was confused about. It's a Brooklyn-based ghost. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> all of the all of the ales are brewed by spirits there. So. Oh, see,
0: that makes a lot more sense. Not whatever yeah. Tud's mumbo jumbo was. Um, <laughs> no, that's
1: what I was I was going with that. Yeah. Oh, um,
0: but I mean, this beer's solid. I mean, I'm gonna give this a four and a quarter. I think it's very good. Um, you know, a mellowed out, a mellowed out, mellowed out green. I think that's, I think that's what I'm sticking with. I think that's a good, a solid taste to like. So, um, but yeah, the untapped however, because this is big. I, I like, I need to pull ahead. I need to pull even with Tud. Um, let me see.
2: Or not allow Ober to get even with us. That's at this right, point right. we have to either root against each other or. Root, Play- I'm totally <laughs> against Obert. <laughs> it is. You it just is made it me is, the common enemy. His his extremely yeah. long dashes. Uh, yeah, Chris and I have united to make sure that you can't have any more slash marks. Lo- My
1: tally mark is just towering over the yours.
2: <laughs> but I, I, think I have a. Uh, does anybody have it
0: pulled up? How many, how many check-ins are there?
1: What was it called again? Uh, Not fat orange Cat?
0: Fully, S- slin- fully mad fat. Slender Munder Hunter.
1: Yeah, I have it here. It's only uh, 432 check-ins.
0: Okay. I think it's going to be close to where I'm at, but I think it's going to be a little bit lower. I'm guessing a 4.16. Lock it in.
1: Not perfect, but tough to beat. Chris says 4.16. The actual review rate average is a 4.14. Yeah.
0: All right. There we go. Okay. Point wow. 02. Point 0.02. Put, put it, it on, on the board. Put it on the board. <laughs> yes. Okay. There we go. There we go.
2: Wow. All right. Well
1: hey Chris. High five. Oprah can't get another tally mark. Well you, you never listen. <laughs> yeah. But hey, it's just what I said last week. It's not about getting close. It's about getting it right. And that's what we're all about here on on Unta- on uh on tap let's get on this. We we're always about trying to get it perfect. And then then all these tally marks won't even matter. It's just, you know, whoever got got it perfect first.
2: That's right. It's true. But, I guess you get you get an extra long tally mark if you get it 100 percent right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's been 130 episodes. We've probably reviewed I don't know, like 500 beers or so. Put about 500 beers on the show, at least 400. You know, uh, no one's got it right, perfect yet.
0: That is true. That is true. It's it's going to be a it's going to be a one momentous one's. occasion. Yeah. I remember I remember when friend of the friend of the pod Nick claimed to do it in like the third episode. He was like, oh yeah, I totally got it right at home. Yeah. Yeah, Full of shit Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, but and then the
2: only cr- person that went along with his story was his wife. It's very fishy. But <laughs> that's the only but, reason that gives me pause that he may have done it is because I don't think Larissa would go along with him for anything that he was 100 percent wrong about.
1: I don't know. Well, no. Of our of our thousands of of millions of listeners, I mean, I'm, doesn't surprise me that one person had it happen to them. But they've never done it live on a show.
0: That's true. That's true. That's what counts the most. So, who wants to try and take down the king? I'll go next. Oh, Ted's got a big bottle.
2: Yeah, partly because I I want to start working on this bottle. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay. So, hashtag brewery, the podcast, uh, Labyrinth, and one of their owners, Adam... um, reached out to me and asked me if i was interested in reviewing a beer for labyrinth that has not come out yet it actually releases this week i think it actually releases on the day this podcast comes out so we are getting a sneak peek of a beer
1: pre-release this afternoon it'll be out yeah, hey, I, this afternoon,
2: I think they open up at noon so if you like this review head on over to labyrinth or lbc.beer and you can order yourself some of this to go and swing by and pick it up um it's called Left Handed Path. So, as you guys can see, the the bottle is a mixture of like a demon head and a skull with a beard. Um, the the three guys who own Labyrinth are big D and D players, and obviously the name and the artwork, a lot of the is is influenced heavily by D and D. But what this is, it is a barley wine aged in Scotch barrels.
0: Ooh, sounds intense. Sounds so good. Labret
2: sent this to me.
0: I'm not gonna lie. I know you're not the biggest barley wine fan.
2: I am not, and that's. But uh, you know, when I was given the the opportunity to try, it, I was like, well, you know, I'll bring my first barley wine to the podcast and I'll review it and I'll give my thoughts. But who better to review it than somebody who is you know on record of saying that that barley wines aren't their aren't their most favorite as beer? I can give you guys an honest opinion.
0: That's true. If you can win Tud over, then you everybody line up around the building, wrap the building with your line of waiting for Beerness.
1: Yes. <laughs> so and now now it makes a, sense to a, me why now it makes sense to me too why Todd is just like well you know as long as it's Over doesn't win because this is not going to have any reviews yet. So I correct. see I yeah, see yeah, the plan. I, I, oh. yeah. I
2: I'm gonna set the review. I mean it's so whatever I say is technically right. I mean. You really just, I I guessed it on the nose. Um, This is a uh, 16.9 fluid ounce bomber, 500 milliliters. uh, 15.5% ABV. That's right, I said 15.5% ABV. That is a big beer. Damn, that's a big beer. And the bottle says the liquid entombed in this bottle was summoned from the blackest depths of the void and aged in a mix of peated and non peated scotch barrels. Left handed path is best served amongst good friends. So. Nice. Hey, that's to you guys.
0: Us. I think they meant to share though.
2: <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take it. I mean, if virtual have you invented virtual beer sharing yet? I'm no.
0: working once on it.
1: Once we do, once we do, we have to change the name of the podcast though.
0: That's true. Drinking drinking virtually with friends.
1: Yeah. So, on the
2: nose, it smells like a normal ale. Um, it smells very just like Lagery ale type just normal beer smell. No scotch or nothing. Sense. No scotch. Smells like you
1: smells like you just walked into a brewery.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's got that brewery type of smell where it's just it you know it's beer. Um as you guys can see, super dark in color. Um lots of caramel notes, uh maybe a little bit it's definitely darker than caramel, but it's not I mean I can see through it. Um it's kind of reddish in hue in person. It's it's a beautiful looking beer uh poured clean head kind of sat around for a little bit dissipated a little bit uh go over to instagram check out a picture of this um with you know the awesome background that that we kind of put together for it and uh give it a like and let's dive in i like beer it makes me a jolly good fellow (laughs)
1: <laughs> Open, oh, I want you to insert that just because now. Ah, oh, I couldn't find it, sorry.
2: <laughs> he tried so hard. This is featured
1: over. Timing ends <laughs> and let you know I couldn't find it. I looked really hard. All
2: right. So, first things first, for a 15.5% ABV beer, this has no boozy flavor to it at all. No boozy burn. I I don't taste booze. It's wow. Like that is a uh, this is the first time I've ever drank this high of an ABV beer and felt nothing.
1: Yeah, that actually has me a little concerned. Have you gotten COVID tested lately? <laughs> no, I, I get all the I
2: get all the flavor. We're gonna get into that. I'm just I, I wanted to point out. Yeah, you know, usually when you think 15.5 percent ABV, I mean
1: Scotch-aged, Scotch aged, Scotch barrel aged ale, you're gonna yeah, get the booze.
2: You think there's gonna be a little bit of burn, and there's none. That that this is dangerous. All right, so getting into the actual tastes. It's very smooth. Obviously, by the the lack of the the burn, um, I think you can definitely tell that for, from my description. It's. I have to say, it's better than most Scotch aged uh, barley wines. Better than most barley wines I've had. Let alone Scotch aged barley wines. I got to say, I'm not a big fan of Scotch ales. I'm not a big barley wine fan. So this is a combo, a combination here where I was going in saying, now nah, I'm I, I'm not a I'm not in. I'm not into it. I'm not a big Scotch drinker either. Uh, more of a bourbon mm. guy. Um. I just don't like the. I don't like Pete. It's not my thing. Fuck F Pete. you, Pete. Yeah, fuck off, Pete. <laughs> and people name Pete too. Just, just for good measure. That's what I meant. Um, it's really an easy drinker. Um, I like this beer. I think the flavors. I get a little bit of barrel flavored, um, barrel flavorness, but I also get some like slight hints of like cherry. If that makes any sense. Ooh. Yeah, the tartness, the sweetness, the sweetness. It's very, you go from really, really oaky in the front to kind of like a little cherry sweetness in the middle. And then it kind of fades off and tastes like a normal ale. Um, I don't taste a lot of, maybe the most of the barley wines I've had sucked. Because this is, if this is what barley wine tastes like, sign me up. Because this is good. Um, you know, is it, is it my favorite? No. But it's not what I remember barley wines tasting like either.
1: Maybe it's just been too long since you had your last one.
2: No, I tried. I I tried them pretty regularly just to see if I still like them. Um, I had one a couple of weeks ago from another local brewery. That was okay, but it was it was definitely. I was like, this is a barley wine. Um, this is this is interesting because I've never had a barley wine that was sweet in the middle like that. And that's that to me is a game changer because it, it's getting away from more of that like rough and boozy malty flavor that most barley wines are. And mm-hmm. this is more of a, a really oaky in the front, kind of fades off into some sweetness into a nice smooth finish. And dangerously drinkable at 15.5% ABV.
1: Yeah, they weren't kidding when they said share it with friends.
2: It doesn't sound like it's
0: 15%, just from what you're
2: saying. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like they
0: may have mislabeled the bottle. Uh, it's really like 1.5%. No, 1. 1. Barley wines are normally pretty boozy, so that that, that fits the style, I just... You're like, ah, oh, it's sweet and it's good, and I'm gonna chug the bottle. You, oh, chug! Don't chug the bottle now. No, not to. No, no he's already done. Oh, damn okay. yeah, oh, no. it! It's gone. <laughs> um,
2: no, like this is something. Like honestly, I wish you guys were here so we could have shared it because I think this is something that even I know you guys are both bigger fans of barley wines than I. But I think even you guys would sit here and say, "Wow, that's that's one heck of a beer."
1: Nice. That's well, a quite the endorsement.
2: Yeah, it's obviously it was given to us to review. So you know, maybe my my. Opinion is swayed a little bit, but I feel we always
1: say we can be bought. Yep. We, yeah, we <laughs> definitely from can be bought. One, we, I think we've said that. Um, yeah.
2: but this is this is different. This is not. I'm not being bought by this beer. Um, because like I said, I've had barley wines from other good breweries in the area. I've had them from Fox Farm. I've had them from Cole's Road. I've had them from two uh, two roads. It's never my thing. Um, this is different. Uh, I like this beer. I will actually probably on Thursday at noon. Log on to lbc.beer, and I will probably purchase myself a bottle or two. That way, the next time you guys are actually in town, I can share that bottle with you guys, as the bottle says. And then by then, yeah. it, will be, it might even be like 17.5% ABV, depending on yeah, when the hell go. you guys come back to Connecticut. Yeah. Six months. Almost oh, there. Well, there you go. So it might be like 15.7 by then for you. <laughs> um. So as far as a rating goes, oh, wow, it is, I can feel the booze. <laughs> Who? yeah yeah you know when you do that when you're drinking and the room starts to move a little doing bit anything.
0: i'm just staying i'm just staying still <laughs> i'm staying
2: i'm staying still what are you talking about todd um no this is a good beer um i would be interested to know if untapped has a rating i don't think it does um but somebody check just to see if i could play the game or not
1: not on untapped todd unfortunately uh no, uh, no chance for you to get on the board this week. But what did you think it was? Well, I
2: think automatically I'm right then because I'm going to be the only one to ever have checked it in. So we
1: can we can argue semantics, but I deserve
2: a, a long little squeaky mark right right okay. next we'll, to my. Rating. We'll
1: argue semantics later. That sounds good.
2: <laughs> um, no, I'm going to give this. I'm going to give it a solid four uh, point this is really good. Solid. It's it's by far the best barley wine I've had. Um, you know, still. Still not, like, if I had to choose between this and other Labyrinth beers, I would probably still choose, like, one of their IPAs, because I think that they're they're really, really good. Um, but this is definitely something to switch it up, and I've been kind of on a kick recently of switching up what I drink just to, to try new things, and this falls right in line with that. So this is, this is good. Uh, 4.0, I you know, I, I kind of lean to 4.25. Um, I thought maybe giving it that high of a bump, but I, I just, you know, the style is still not quite my thing. But this one, I I do like. Nice, that's awesome. And so, I think that leaves us with only one person left to review a beer and or a cocktail.
1: That's right, Todd. Thank you, um, for remembering me. And and uh, you know, I feel like you, uh, I I I went before you last week, so I thought it was only fair that to let let you take the middle uh, review this week. But uh, I have a very a beer I'm very excited for. Got a, a special package in the mail the other day from one of our favorite listeners sal who's who's always kind to uh to me here and uh a lot of beer in this package is from evil twin brewing that's what i'm reviewing from today and that's uh their blueberry jelly donut even more jesus interesting interesting Uh, yeah i opened the box went through it like a kid on christmas morning and when i saw this beer i said you know what that's the one that i want to bring on the show for episode 130 because it's uh sounds like something we've never had on the show before and uh no offense to chris i thought you did a great job reviewing that beer but there's only so many different ways i can describe um a hazy ipa and and i think I think you guys are both better at it than I am. i uh, just like, you know, it tastes like a New England IPA, but this one will <laughs> certainly not do that. Um, so while I crack this beer open and pour it, uh, this is from, you know, our favorites here on, on 12%. Um, Tud, you're probably the one who's had the most experience with Evil Twin. Have you, have you had much from them?
2: i've had a decent amount from them um i do like their uh jesus line i guess i don't really know what else to call it um because they, they they tend to put different acronyms around uh jesus in different um, exclamations but i have had some of them um they make a peanut butter one that's really good they make a um like a they do a, a combination with like westbrook brewing company that's even it's called like like mexicali jesus because like Westbrook is famous for their uh, their Mexican like pastry or Mexican like crowler stout or whatever it is. So this is like a different this is a line they run. Um, but yeah, I've had a lot of I've had a lot of Evil Twin, not my favorite brewery from Twelve Percent, but a pretty solid brewery.
1: Which I mean, there's a lot of good breweries out Twelve Percent. Yes. So. Yeah. It's it's not a yeah. knock on Evil
2: Twin to not be the favorite. It's just that there's so many. A lot to choose from. They're in good company.
1: Yeah. It's this Twelve Percent imperial stout with donut and a blueberry flavor and sounds on the, really good yeah, yeah i know i know on the nose it's actually interesting i poured it and it has like you know how sometimes with pastry stout you have the head that looks like you shook up a yoo-hoo like it's got a very chocolatey frothy looking head on here yeah uh which i'm very excited for but um on the the nose in the can i get a ton of the blueberry f- smell uh absolutely it's hard to you know, I could see, if I close my eyes, take it away from this can, I can imagine, like, walking into a Dunkin' Donuts or Baker's Dozen and smelling this. You know, maybe a little bit of that donut smell, for sure. Trying to just fill up the glass here, because I, I know all the goodness is at the bottom.
2: That's a, that's a blast from the past. Baker's Dozen? Oh, yeah. they must still, still around.
1: <laughs> do they still exist? Yeah. They still exist. How, how do um, you both yeah, know this? Isn't like, it just in Connecticut? Yeah, and there's one in Norwich right off of, right off of 395 and Route 2. I stopped there all the time when I was back in Connecticut every time I stopped. Because they have really good iced coffee.
0: They do have good iced coffee. I will say. I will give them that.
1: Um, But anyway, back to the beer here. Yeah. On the nose of the glass, too. Ton of that that blueberry jelly donut smell. So, here we go. The slint? The slint. (laughs) Ooh. Man, that's rich. We might not like Pete on the show, but we like rich. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good
2: descriptive word that we don't use enough of, is rich.
1: Well... I have, I think I have a few more pastry stouts coming, and it's, this is absolutely pastry stout, and it is very sweet, super chocolatey, blueberry hits on the front, doesn't really follow through with the blueberry, but I get that, that confectionery, the nice glazed sugar taste of a donut in with this beer. It's a good thing I didn't have any dessert, because this is like, you know, this is it for me. This is like dessert in a glass, for sure. Th- <laughs> and
2: thinking back on pastry stouts, I think... In my opinion, I would associate Evil Twin as being one of the, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Pioneers of the pastry stout game. I mean, they've been doing this this Jesus line of stouts for as long as I've been doing craft beer. And, uh, you know, that's a long time. I mean, so mm. it's, they're, they're kind of the pioneer. I mean, them and a few other breweries like that Westbrook Brewing Company I was talking about. But Evil Twin's always yeah. been at the front of this game.
1: Okay, very cool. Yeah, you know. One of my biggest regrets when I was back in Connecticut was not making it to 12%. Because in my mind, it's like a Willy Wonka-type factory. <laughs> where there's like, you go to different sections of the factory, and there's different breweries making different stuff, and there's all kinds of crazy contraptions and Come weird magical me science happening on. and you'll see. But wow, this is this is tasty. This is really good. Um, yeah, I think, I don't know how much more there is to add, other than it's just a explosive flavor of chocolate and... Sugar and blueberry and um, for sure more chocolate than any of the other flavors. It's, you know, we didn't say it on the podcast, but billion SRM Mm -hmm. really, really thick, delicious stick a spoon in it. Beer. Mm. Do you get, do you get a lot of jelly or no? No. I mean, more blueberry than any kind. I think like blueberry jelly, just like blueberries in general, just like blueberry plus sweetness. I don't know.
0: That sounds like jelly.
1: Yeah. It sounds like jelly. Um, and I actually, I'm not a fan of jelly in my donuts. I don't know about how you guys feel.
2: I'm the same. I, I don't, like, I mean, I don't really like donuts in general. I know that that's kind of a, a thing. But, like, like I don't mind jelly in my donuts. But I kind of prefer, like, like I guess, like, raspberry or strawberry as far as, like... Then blueberry. As far as, like, jellies go. Um, I mm-hmm. definitely don't like grape. But, yeah, for the most part, I kind of don't really like donuts.
0: How? Kind of. I, that... I do not, I don't understand. That does not it, make sense to me.
2: They're just, they're, i they're amazing. I, I guess I should say, I don't mind, I guess I, I don't hate donuts. I think that if I get a donut, I eat it way too fast and I don't enjoy the donut. So therefore, to me, it's not worth getting a donut because it's just like, it's... Oh, because you love them too much. <laughs> to eat them <it> too fast.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's like getting like a it's like a chicken nugget. Like I like chicken nuggets, but like I don't order chicken nuggets because like they're gone in thirty seconds, and then I don't have any more chicken nuggets.
0: Well, I was gonna say I'm like, there's definitely times like I if 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 left to my own devices, I would like donuts are not out, safe. Finish, yeah, they are not. No, it is it is an endless. I I I would just eat a dozen donuts. I would just eat a dozen donuts. I like, like, munchkins,
2: like, because I can just, like, you know, you just pop those in as you go, but, like... (laughs) Like at least then uh, at least then I'm like all right I've eaten like 20 munchkins like I feel like I've done something with my life here. If I eat like five donuts I'm like it was five bites. So what
1: what what happened? I'm so confused. I th- so I think the trick is Todd needs a donuts and a knife. I think is the issue. He needs to cut the donuts up into bite sized pieces first. And or then he needs go to town. much
0: larger donuts. He needs donuts yeah. that are worth it. I don't so, know. Ah,
1: so we um. all know that you know, and I, I will. I promise I will review this beer. But we all know that. The three of us are big craft beer fans. Uh, we love we oh, beers, giving that away really good craft beer. But you may what you may not know about me is I am a huge craft donut fan, and I will go very far, very long distances. Try, I love when I'm in a new city or a new place, I love to get like the best donuts in town. It's something really? I try and find always everywhere I go. Is I try and get the best donut shop because I've had some really good donuts and I have a very high bar. I'm a donut snob. It's fair to say.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you grew up eating ceremonies. We all know. We all know. I mean, we yeah. all
2: we all grew up eating ceremonies. I mean, maybe that's part of the reason I don't like donuts either. Is because they all
1: suck. Like, yeah. Well, Dunkin' Donuts is the uh, <laughs> it's chelada. just Dunkin'. It's the chalada of donuts, in my opinion. Like, it's just you Duncan have to pay now. me to they you have to pay it. me to eat Dunkin'. Ober, you they drop you donuts.
2: live you live out in in this in the area of the world that this place exists. And I've had it, but not in that area. I've had it in Texas. Have you had voodoo donuts?
1: Now it's funny you said that because I went to Portland, and I know that's, like, they're the home of voodoo. Right. Um, and I went, and turns out there's, like, a, a better, a snobbier donuts than voodoo. Um, I forget the name of the place. It's, I think it was called Blue something or Velvet something. I don't remember. Blue Velvet Donuts. Um, <laughs> and... Um, I went, th- I had those instead and they were pretty good. Uh, I didn't go, I didn't go for the, the voodoo because I sold, it's like a tourist trap and it's like, it, they're fine. Um, best donut for me, for the listeners who I'm sure are curious, like, okay, how, how much do, what is, where Where should I go for the best donut? You got to go to Martha's Vineyard and you got to go to the backdoor donuts. Um, they're called backdoor because they're like the backdoor of a, of a bakery and they only are open at night. So like during the day they have their baked goods, but then like, after, I think they open at like 7 p.m., 8 p.m., 9 p.m., something like that. And there's a huge line around the block. Um, they cater so the cater to the drunk crowd. Donuts, donuts always taste a little better with a little alcohol in your system. For sure. <laughs> like, what doesn't, right? Right. Uh, vegetables. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but backdoor donuts, Martha's Vineyard, best donut I've ever had. Um, it's really good. Plus, you're on vacation, that always makes donuts taste a little better. Uh, that was a long donut tangent. I want to get back to Spear Review. But listeners, tell me where the best donuts are, wherever you live, because I wanna I wanna it's my mission life. If there was an untapped for donuts, I would be rating I'd be rating every donut <laughs> shop. I guess Yelp is the untapped for donut shops. But
2: uh Hey, you should you should um, uh TM that trademark that right now because a listener may steal that from you and then boom. Next what the are next we, untapped what are we naming
1: exists. what are we naming our untapped for donuts? I think hold H O L D with an apostrophe maybe
0: H O L apostrophe D hold Yeah I mean I can only think that that might turn into like a, a different <laughs> date gap How about, how about <laughs> Yeah. the next data gap hold <laughs> <laughs> Don't don't up instead don't of up. don't instead okay. of
2: donut don't don't up mm. There we go I
1: like it We'll figure less, it. Um,
0: we'll, we'll workshop it. It'll be.
2: It'll be good. Look or, for or a little
1: it. less app- eye catching in the app store than hold. But-
2: <laughs> 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 well, we can just name it Drinking Alone with Friends." That way, we advertise our podcast while people are reviewing donuts too. Oh, We're eating oh, alone with sure. friends. D- people sharing donuts.
0: In, in oh, do you use the, the app "Drink Alone with Friends"? <laughs> <laughs> no, what's that about donuts? Obviously, yeah, what are you an yeah. idiot? <laughs> oh,
1: God. Donut okay. alone with friends. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we went on this tangent because it let me <laughs> left me time to like let the flavor linger on my palate. And the more it sits here between sips, the more that blueberry flavor is kind of lingering in the back of my tongue. Uh, I really like it. Um, I haven't had a ton from Evil Twin, but this is going to get a four and a quarter from me, which is, which is a, a high one. I really mm. like this beer, for sure. I wouldn't want to have more than a 16-ounce glass. This is talk about beers you could share with friends. This is one of them where... These pastry stats sometimes they're tough to finish a full one by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's okay. If there's one thing we're good here, what if there's one thing we're good at doing here on the show, it's finishing beers. So So, out of
2: six hundred and forty-seven check-ins, what do you think Captiverse has
1: to say? About this blueberry jelly donut, even more Jesus? Correct. Um, I think I'm gonna steal a page from Chris's book and I think I'm gonna say it's a four point one six.
2: So you're close, but you're not close enough to beat Chris. Ah, oh, which is good, what is it? Because you don't take the, you don't match me, and I guess Chris kind of matched me. Either way, I lose. Um, yeah,
1: I don't know why you were anti Oprah this whole time. <laughs> I
2: didn't, I didn't want you to have a longer tally mark than me.
1: Okay, four point one six. What is
2: it? Four point oh five. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, well. You also had two, I had two untapped friends that rated it a 3.88, including the uh, the friend who sent it to you, uh, Sal, he rated it a 4.0.
1: All right. Well, I'm a big fan. Thanks again, Sal. Um, it's a really cool can, by the way. So please make sure you it take is. a picture. Yeah, we didn't really talk about it. It's like a, uh, a bright gold background with like a weird tessellated triangle of pictures of donuts in the sky. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, it's a cool can, Evil Twin. I like I like their style, but nothing can stop Chris from earning this tally mark. So um, I hope it's the smallest first tally on the mark board.
2: on the world in the world.
0: The longest tally mark ever. <laughs> so
2: while Obert is is marking Chris with a new tally mark, I do need to add a little bit more to this this review now that this has warmed up a little bit more. Um, I've drank half of it and. I think that I think it needs a little bit more explanation. I get a little notes. I get some notes of uh, some type of spice now that it's a little bit warmer. Uh, I can't really put my finger on what the spice is. Part of me wants to say nutmeg, but I, I don't. I couldn't tell you what nutmeg tastes like. I'm assuming it tastes like nutmeg. Um, but uh, yes, that's right. I'm assuming nutmeg tastes like tastes nutmeg. like
1: tastes like snozzberries. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a big it's leap.
2: A, it's not cinnamon. It's, I know it's a, it's a It's a. seasoning I've had before, a spice I've had before, but it's not cinnamon. But it's close to cinnamon. Therefore, I lean nutmeg. Because to me, every time I've had nutmeg, it's been accompanied by a could cinnamon. Be, could be
1: allspice. I
2: think I know what allspice tastes like. Though. That's pumpkin pie, right? I mean, it's...
1: I feel like cinnamon, nutmeg, and allspice are the, the pumpkin spices. Okay. So it maybe...
0: Be all, it could be pure sport.
1: It could be glacial freeze oh.
0: it's, a, it's, a, it's an old spice
2: is what you're saying it's, it's not an a... old, it's an old spice yeah. <laughs> no there's just something there's something there after you take your sip before the cherryness the sweetness comes across there's something there's some type of spice that's i like i like whatever that is because it, it hits you it's very subtle at yeah, you know, this is probably you know 55 degrees now it's very subtle it hits you real fast and it fades quickly away into the cherryness of the rest of the flavors um i like it i think that had i've had it a little bit warmer i probably would give it a four to five um because th- that that spice adds a different level to the flavor because you're like oh 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 what was that and then right into this cherry flavor that i keep on harping on um yeah, I'm going to revise my rating. I'm going to give it a 4.25. I know officially on the board and what I will mark it as untapped is a 4.0. But having let it warm up 4.25 is, is where this needs to be. Um, due to mystery spice A, I will call it. And I will ask Adam next time I see him what I'm supposed to be tasting here, just so I'm aware. But there's some there's some spice that didn't exist before. So That's my additional review.
1: All right. Well, thank you for that, Todd. But without further ado, I think... Hawks are in order for Man of the People. Whoop whoop. Chris. Hawk 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 hawk.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. We don't need no soundboard for that one.
0: Nope. Take
1: that um, everybody. But uh one thing we do need the soundboard for is a special song for Jordan to lead us into our three handled frosty mug of wisdom, uh, where we give you things we like and we tell you about them. Here we go. Jordan, take it away. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your
2: handle. handle. Mug of Wisdom. Drink.
1: Mug of Wisdom. Okay, thank you, Jordan. As always, check them out, wreck my podcast. But Chris, honk, honk, honk. M O T P. That's what right. What do we got this week? Who's going first? Who's going middle list? Who's going last?
0: Um, I'm going to let Obert go first this week.
1: Okay, this is a short one for me. Um, I think I'm behind the curve on this one. It's a it's a Netflix limited release show that's been out for a while. I've seen. I have. We've talked about this on the podcast before. I have the like, the like start playing and the trailers turned off on my Netflix. I think that was a suggestion from Tut on how to do it. Actually, yep. So I don't see like the the previews, but uh, I finally turned on to a Netflix show that I've seen for a while um, called Maniac. And I haven't heard of that one. This is um, you might have seen it. It's like a picture of like Jonah Hill is usually the, the cover that I see. Um, I forget the leading actress's name um Todd give me give me a google while I, while I talk about what maniac is for for the leading actress because she's she's in other stuff but I forget what her name is um as an actress but Emma Stone Jonah Hill Emma Stone thank you yeah At Jonah Hill Emma Stone um he's really transitioned for me as like someone who was just like a funny guy comedy actor to now he's he has like does a very good job serious roles um not to say this isn't a funny movie because there definitely is like some some comedic elements to the show um but it's really a show i can't talk too much about without spoiling anything all i'll say is that um those two characters have phenomenal phenomenal performances uh i have i think i had the last episode to finish tonight and it's like all i want to do is just finish this recording and, and turn on netflix so i can finish the show because <laughs> those netflix is so good at leaving you on cliffhangers every episode it's got a, a um, very star-studded cast by the way now that i'm looking at it, it does it. yeah who else i'm bad at actors who else is in it tons? yeah so there's
2: uh justin Thoreau is in it you don't know who that is either um he's the guy from from american psycho and Mahalan drive um sally fields is in it if you don't know who she is, I think yeah, to... yep, she is. That's right. Um, and then there's just a whole bunch of of actors that play like I don't know the I don't know the story, so I don't want to give yeah. it away by naming characters, but like they play like numbers, I guess. Um, there's just there's a ton of people in here that recognizable names, recognizable faces for sure. Um, I'm gonna have to check it out.
1: Yeah, no, I I recommend it. I think it's you know one of those ten episode Netflix deals. I think it's meant to be a one season show, so. You know, I saw a funny tweet the other day, like if you made a movie that was four hours long, I would never watch it. Give me that as eight 30 minute episodes that I will finish it in one sitting. <laughs> <laughs> so this true. is a, yeah, so this true. is a, this is a good, a good bingeable show. This is a good Saturday, uh, pre hangover show to just hang out on the couch and watch. Um, yeah, check it out. Um, all right. That's my first handle. Who am I handing this off to?
0: Uh, you're going
1: to hand it off to Todd. Todd, take it away. What do you got for us this week? So I've got a a bit of
2: a life hack for everybody here. I did this a few or this past week, and I think it's beneficial for everybody to do during these COVID times. Um, a lot of us are still working from home, and therefore we're using a ton of um, what we like to call the internet. And uh, whether it be from working or from streaming movies like Maniac on Netflix or Watching TV or playing on our phones or playing video games or downloading video games and just avoiding people in general by staying in your house and using the World Wide Web. Blogging onto iTunes, rating podcast five stars. Correct things you can do <laughs> on Correct. the internet. Yeah, going going onto every podcast app and streaming your favorite podcast, drinking one with friends. Um, we use a lot of internet data. It's just how it works, and a lot of people across the country have data caps on their internet. They also tend to have slower internet than what's available from their provider because usually, and historically, they have not been home for this long. Um, now, granted, we've been home for over a year now, so this probably should have been a handle much, much sooner, but it's not, and it's here, and you know what better way to make your end of your quarantine hopefully better now, though? But call up your internet provider and tell them that you A, you want faster speeds, and B, on top of that, You don't want a data cap. You want unlimited data. I did this in the past week uh, because my promo code expired on my internet. And I was able to get bumped up from 150 megabytes per second to one gigabyte per second. And I was able to to, uh, wrangle in unlimited data because I'm working from home. Um, And I locked that price in at the same price I was paying before for two years. So... and i have nice i have one of i have probably the second biggest internet provider in the country as my provider so i know it's possible uh the biggest being comcast um and i have i have cox communications so yeah you can laugh at it it is a funny name it's a weird name uh uh no but do it make sure you call your ip uh provider just because you know it's worth asking the question and right now they're in a they're they seem to be in a good mood to give everybody a deal because we have been home for so freaking long. Um, so just check it out. These people who you're calling are also freaking from home, so they're just in the mood to get off the phone. Uh, so do that <laughs> life hack, call, and then lock it in for as long as humanly possible because you know unlimited data and one gigabyte speed is great for two years.
1: Yeah, and I know you alluded to, you weren't sure if I made this a handle. I did the same thing, um, but my handle, I think, was to get a new modem because... I did the same thing, but realized when I was checking my speeds is that I wasn't limited by my internet speed. It was my modem was really the, the bottleneck. So I had to get in. So if you do this, make sure you check and make sure that your modem is not 15 years old like mine was. Yes.
2: In full disclosure, <laughs> I did have to go out and buy a new modem as well.
1: Yeah. Uh, for yeah. This. Well, it's funny you say that because I, like, I bought a new modem and I'm like, maybe I should get a 4K TV. And like saving money ended up costing me. I didn't get the, the TV <laughs> yet. But, not yet. Uh, yeah. All right.
2: So I'm gonna hand the mug off to Chris. Chris, you've got a Netflix show. How to watch that Netflix show even faster, or or have it load at least even faster. And now you've told us earlier that you had a handle. You alluded, I do. I do have a handle. You alluded that we would laugh at it. Therefore, I, I'm gonna hand I, this I don't know mug if we'll over. to do we'll laugh you.
0: at it, but I think I think you guys won't appreciate it as much as I do. Being if you the tell us that how, I am if you tell us how to hunt with the, the Hashimoto method again, Masudao. <laughs> Masuda method. Come on now, come on now. Uh, no, so, uh, but it does have to do with uh, storing uh, trading cards of whatever sort. Okay, so what I have here, and you guys can't see it at home, I have what 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 is called a penny sleeve. Right, it's got a it's got a, a Pokemon card in it, and see, uh, you can kind of see it. See how it's kind of loose on the sides, loose on the top, things it's a like stand- that. It's a yeah, it's just a plastic right?
1: sleeve. You would put a. a- card in right yeah. So,
0: yeah 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 so when you put these into um like protective cases uh, uh like uh, binders this gets all bunched up and smushed up and it does it just looks pretty i don't know if it damages the card honestly but it doesn't look good well i was watching some youtube videos and they turned me on to these perfect fit uh card sleeves and oh, look as, at that as you it's... can see no excess you saved a whole millimeter put... of plastic I saved a whole millimeter of plastic. You know, you're welcome planet earth and everybody else who lives here. I'm looking out for you. Um, but as you can see, like it's, it is a, it is an exact perfect fit for this. Boom. Put the card in, boom, slides right in. And now when you go to put them into a protective case, into a binder, into whatever it is, there's no excess, nothing flanges out. There's no, no damage to the card. Um, so it's really, it's really kind of neat. It's kind of neat. Uh, kind of revolutionized the way, i store pokemon cards the other thing is if you have a card that's very valuable you can then double protect it by going the opposite way with a regular penny sleeve so now it is protected from both sides so there's no uh risk of dust or anything like that that's only do that for your very valuable cards but um they were kind of neat and they're not that expensive so i'm kind of are they
1: harder to put the card in
0: um, slightly. I mean, they're harder to put the card in, but, like, the cards don't. It's not like, Bruh! it's just it's like, not like. you have st-
1: to, like, line it up just perfect and it takes five minutes. No. No,
0: no, no. Like, it's, it's so, but, and it yeah. kind of well, looks. Well, you always leave with,
2: like, one of the bottom edges, so then you can put it in and slide it over and then.
0: Yeah, but it, it makes them look a little bit more slick, a little bit more streamlined when you're holding them. So, um, check them out. They're, like, not that expensive. I think I bought, like, 600 of them for, like. Like tw- maybe twenty bucks, if 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 that. I don't even so, remember. So. so
2: how much is a penny sleeve co- now? Given the name, I would assume it's called, or it's worth a penny. But I could be <laughs> wrong. How much does a penny um, sleeve cost versus how much like, do these you cost? Didn't,
1: you didn't know that Abraham Lincoln was the one who invented the penny sleeve, and that's yeah. He he, he was <laughs>
0: like, how am I supposed to keep my
1: my Yu Gi Oh cards straight?
0: You know? <laughs> my Yu Gi Oh cards in mint. Um, I think I bought. I think I bought maybe eight hundred or a thousand for about 15, 20 bucks. So you, you it is more expensive to go this route, but they do look better. They fit into into um into your binders better. So I'm gonna go through and like re sleeve all my all my more expensive cards or holographics or whatever, and uh, just so they look nice and neat inside the binder. So if you're a collector like like me, like a lot of people out there, it's worth checking out.
1: Now, as to say, I don't think we talked about it on the show before that that you're um that you're collecting Pokemon cards. I think this is we a, new, a a new development on the show. Have we not? Is it? No. This is this is what this is what you do on your stream now a lot of the times, right?
0: Yeah. So, um, you know, being a a, a Pokemon, like a primarily a Pokemon streamer, um, is something that I've gotten gotten into. Um, it started off with the dollar store packs, and then all the scalpers and me buy them all. So, <laughs> so they're really hard to come by. But it's like a fun thing to do. Um, if people like Pokemon card, if people like pokemon they like pokemon cards or they're like oh wow this is like super nostalgic like you know seeing you open these packs and you know um so it's kind of neat it's 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 a pretty fun thing to do and um i don't know we've i've opened a lot of cards on stream i have binders and binders and binders of them now so um so yeah it's 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 a fun thing um you know and they look really nice when you flip through your binders oh look at all these cards i have so um you know, I, I originally started collecting to try and resell some older cards, which I still might do because I have some that are worth a little bit of money. But, um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. The Pokemon card market is crazy right now, um, and yeah, it's very very popular. I don't know, I have a lot of fun doing it. It's a lot of fun. That's so. what it's all about, right?
1: Remind us again where we can find you on Twitch. twitchtv gamer.
2: <laughs> that's the
0: first. That's the first plug I think I've ever done for myself. <laughs>
2: All right. Well, um, with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Uh, we'd like to thank the breweries who provided today's beers. I will go first and thank Labyrinth for Left Hand Path, a barley wine aged in scotch barrels.
0: I would like to thank Blue Jackets in collaboration with Interborough Spirits and Ales for the fully mad fat double IPA.
1: And I want to thank Evil Twin for their blueberry jelly donut even more Jesus. Please make sure you
2: head over to social media and follow us everywhere. um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, untapped. Um, Make sure you also head over to Discord and join the discussion over there. Uh, Also, make sure you hashtag follow the email and send us your questions, thoughts, concerns, things you can't post in the Discord, things like that. Also, make sure you head over to Patreon um, and join our Patreon list. Obviously, everything that you, you donate over there and or subscribe to goes towards us buying more beer. Who doesn't like more beer? Especially us um also make sure you head over to itunes as we mentioned earlier and leave a five star rating and a review it really is the best free way that you guys can help us um find new people and as well as support the podcast so make sure you're doing that on a weekly basis um that really helps and also make sure you're telling everybody that you know too screaming out breweries we talked about this last time um be that annoying person that slaps stickers everywhere so if you need stickers. Let one of us know. Uh, we still have some. I still have some. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm sure you guys also have some. Um, but yeah, make sure you're doing that. And then you slap them onto the brewery walls as you're screaming it, as you're being kicked out, because that's the best way to do that, too. Uh, so with that, my name is Dud. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, you
0: do it with friends.
2: Have you guys seen the new Mortal Kombat movie coming out in April? No. I have not. I was gotta ask Jordan if it's gonna be good. I wonder if he's gonna do like a wreck my podcast of Mortal Combat. Ooh, he might. Find out. He
0: may have already done one. He, he may have. have. We have not. Yet. I have not. Yet. We're gonna have to look. Jordan, write in. Jordan, I. That's a. That's also a movie I've never seen. So.
2: <laughs> I will say that if you're listening to this and you can make this out through our outro music, if you haven't done a wreck my podcast about Mortal Combat, I think it's time to wreck my podcast again. The drinking with our friends when we review Mortal Kombat. As much as I don't want to watch that movie again, I think
1: it's—it seems right. It does. If there's anyone who wishes to talk about that show, it should be us. Yeah, that movie. <laughs> yeah. We could also
2: like wreck my podcast, but like wreck my video game and review, like, Mortal Kombat the video game. But I feel like Mortal Kombat the video game is like widely respected as being a good game, so it's kind of hard to mm. to
1: wreck. That's fair. Let's do the movie.